Blog Talk Radio. Hello? God bless you. God bless you. You are listening to Global Gospel. Stay tuned and be blessed.
God bless you. God bless you. Good afternoon. It is the one o'clock hour again, and you are listening to Global Gospel. I am your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Jesus, Jesus, oh, what a wonderful child. Jesus, Jesus, so holy, meek, and mild. New life, new hope to all decree. Listen to the angels sing, glory, glory to the newborn king. That was Mariah Carey, and like I said before, that was one of my favorite uh, Christmas uh, time songs. Jesus, what a wonderful child. There, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is no other name given under heaven whereby me, we must be saved other than the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess one day that he is Lord. And so we are grateful about Jesus. And somebody said, if you call on Jesus, he will answer prayer. And no matter what you're doing, you may be shopping, you may be cooking, you may be eating, but always remember that Jesus is the reason for this season. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. You can tell your family, your friends, your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. We are on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. So we would like for you to leave us a message, uh, send us a friend request. We'd be glad to hear from you. If you need to write us, you can write us at P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, and the zip is 11550. You can call us and leave us a message at 516-481-3187. If you desire or need to email us, you can email us at globalgospel17 at gmail.com. So give us a shout out. And uh, this is the last Saturday before Christmas, so we do want to wish everyone a merry, merry Christmas. We thank God for all of our listeners, those here that in the United States, those that are in Canada, those that are in India, Turks and Caicos, Germany, Jamaica, South Africa, Norway, wherever you may be. We thank God for each and every one of you. We thank you for your dedication and thank you for your listening. Our theme scripture here, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And we know that Jesus is the light of the world. And this is the season that has been set aside to recognize that Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary. And um, there was, uh, it was an immaculate conception. There is no other birth like the birth of Jesus. But most importantly, we have to know that he has, at some point, he needs to be born in our lives. And we thank God for Jesus who laid the foundation that he lived, that he was born, but uh, more importantly, that he shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Uh, we do have a special guest today. Um, today we are going to be talking about the power of tears. And um, we're looking forward to that. So you still have a few minutes to uh, let those uh, that are not listening uh, tell them that they can still uh, join us. You can share us uh, on our social media. So 
Um, we thank God. Um, we are going to go to break. And when we come back, I will be introducing our special guest. And you will be hearing from our very special guest. Uh, once again, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. We are here to until the 2 p.m. hour. Uh, this song from Pastor Donnie McClurkin simply says, stand. And in a day and time like this, we need to stand. And having done all to still stand. When you've done all you can, man. Seems like it's never enough. And what do you say when your orphans turn away? You're all Stand, watch the Lord see you through. Yes, after you've done all you can, you just stand. Tell me how do you handle guilt of your past? Tell me how. Introduction, and uh, we will hear more from her later, and certainly we will know who she is after that. Our special guest today is a licensed minister and elder who serves in many areas, including grief share, 
hospice and prison ministry. She serves on the Fair Housing and Other Community Board. She is host of a radio show, Sisters Standing for Sisters, which airs on WKBY1080 Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 midnight. She is the mother of Stephanie and grandmother of Simone. Catherine loves to travel, meet new people, and dine out. She is currently completing a degree in Christian counseling. Our special guest is Elder Catherine Marvell. God bless you, Elder. How are you this afternoon? Hello, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just excited. And first of all, I want to thank God for the opportunity. And I want to thank you for opening up the your radio program to allow me to speak with your listeners. Um, I'm excited. I'm just overjoyed to be your guest on today. Thank you for well, having me. We thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. We know that you as your introduction said, that you travel extensively. So um, tell us where you're from. I'm I'm originally from Virginia. I spent most of my adult life in New York um, working at the Postal Service. And um, at the um, end of my career, the Lord told me to pack up and move back near my family. So I was in New York for like 40 years, and now I'm back. I'm back in Virginia now. I relocated back to Virginia. Okay. That's it great. hasn't been easy getting readjusted. I I feel like I'm kind of out of place sometimes, but um, I'm getting better. I'm getting better at, at being here. I miss a lot of my friends, and but I still travel a lot. That's what I said. I travel a lot and visit. I visit a lot, and I travel with my friends sometime and. I had the opportunity last year to visit Israel, and that was that was awesome. Wow, that is that is awesome uh, to go to the Holy Land. We'll we'll have to have we'll do another show on on the Holy Land. Uh, but uh, yeah. I'm grateful um, that you are joining us uh, from Virginia. And well, I I say it, I'm I guess I'm biased because I'm New York born and 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 raised. But there's only one New York, and they they say yeah, about New York, it's so nice they named it twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I miss I miss New York and I do I visit quite often. I miss it's crazy, but I miss the hustle and bustle because it's it's quiet where I am. I miss the hustle and bustle, and sometimes I'll just come to New York and, and sit there on 34th Street by Macy's and just watch the people go past. I I miss that. Wow! But the awesome thing is that uh, ministry. Uh, takes us can take us around the world, and yeah. uh, wherever we go, um, we let our light shine. And you know, wherever yeah. we go, we have God has a mission and purpose for our life. So um, you are, as we talked about, you are a uh, gospel preacher, and um, we're going to focus zoom in today. Um, you are an author as well. Now, how did you uh, go from being this big time New Yorker to, to being a an author. <laughs> it kind of flowed because I was doing ministry. In ministry, you know, you write and you uh, you're doing sermons and you're writing messages and you're praying and all of that um, goes with it. Writing goes with it. 
And this is actually my second book. I did 40 Days of Spiritual Crumbs, and that was a, a, a daily devotional for 40 days. And this, uh, The Power of Tears, this came about because I was going through so many losses, and I was journaling, and I said, you know, I need to put this in a book, and this will encourage and enable someone else to know that whatever you're going through, you can make it through. You can. There's a bright light on the other side of of grief. It's mainly, it was mainly um, about grief, and there's a chapter also in there about abuse. But um, I lost my my mom, my dad, my stepson, and my late husband. And I was at all four of their bedsides when they took their last breath. So I said, if I can still stand through all of this, I need to put this out there so that others can see that you can make, with the Lord, you can make it through anything. And after you've done all you can, you stand and let the Lord see you through because that's what he's been doing for me. He's been enabling me to still stand and still continue to do ministry, continue to still visit the sick, still continue to pray for people and and speak wherever I get the opportunity and to have the radio show. I just thank the Lord for all that he's doing in my life. I get excited. I'm just, he's just so good. He's just a, a great and awesome God. That's, that, that's, a, that's an awesome testimony uh, that you can uh, stand uh, through all of that and through all the grief and death. And um, sometimes uh, those types of things just wipe, pe- wipe people out. And especially during the holiday season, it's a blessing that you can uh, be an encouragement to others, uh, hopefully that those that are listening. So many people get depressed this time of year. They get um, suicidal and down and out thinking about, you know, all the things and people that they have lost. But I think you said it and. And and we know that that's your your theme song for your uh, radio show. Uh, Pastor McClurkin says, "Stand," and uh, and you know you, the Bible tells us to stand, and having done all to still stand. And certainly, um, you you can't if you are uh, you know if you've fallen uh, uh, just over in, in grief and stuff like that. You know that's that's just a problem. You know, and you can't you can't make it like that. Um, but you know, your book, and I, I don't want to talk too much about the book because we want to encourage our listeners to purchase your book. And I guess we'll tell them more uh, later about how they can, uh, purchase your book. But, um, in your, in your book, um, you talk about, uh, just to pick out a few things and we'll go back to the, um, tears. Um, you talk about, uh, relationships, parents, children, et cetera. And in this season, what do you believe that God is saying to us about those relationships and those connections? During this season, I believe that God is is speaking to us and and asking us to forgive those in our lives. And sometimes people have gone on, they have passed on and gone on to be with the Lord, and we're still holding on to to forgiveness, unforgiveness, bitterness, and things that we went through. And then there are people around us who we may have 
have stopped speaking to when we had a loss or I just think the Lord is, is dealing with us and wanting us to forgive one another. Forgive. And this season forgiveness is, is heavy on my heart and and I just think that we need to make some phone calls and reach out to those that we haven't uh those relationships that may have ended on a bad note or you know, we people who need to hear from us and to know that we still love them, and we need to reach out with the love of Christ. And sometimes it's painful, and our flesh is, is difficult for us to reach out to others. But I just think God is calling for us in that season, in this season, for us to be more forgiving of those who may have done something to us or may have offended us in a way maybe they didn't mean to. But I just think it's about forgiveness, forgiving one another. And I... It, um, I'd like to share um, a little bit. Can I share now about grief share and how I, I believe the Lord and help enable me to arrive at this point in my life that I can share this. I right. went through I went through grief share. My former church in New Jersey um, had a grief share program, and they said, Kathy. Um, when you settle down a few minutes, a couple of weeks after your after the funeral, they said, I, we want you to come to Grief Share. And I'm like, is this going to help me? I don't feel like doing this now. But I went, and I think it was one of the best decisions that I made in my life. I'm, I'm a big advocate for Grief Share or some type of grief counseling because you need to understand what it is that you're going to be facing, what you're going to be going through. And some of the, um, it's a 13-week program, and it's a Christian church-based uh, program. And you learn, is is this normal? Some of the things that you're feeling and thinking in your mind, is it normal? The challenges of grief, the journey of grief, grief in your relationships. Why did this happen, God? Why did this person have to leave me? Then you have guilt and anger. You you uh, you want to keep from getting stuck. There's a chapter on being stuck. You the lessons that you learn in grief because you learn a lot in grief, going through grief, and then you have the other side of grief. What happens? Am I going to heaven? Did my loved one go to heaven? And that and then you have what do I live for now and what's next in my life? So with those being given to me where I could understand them. I understood some of the feelings. And don't get me wrong, I still have moments. It's not days. I have moments where I do Mm -hmm. still shed tears, but they're mostly tears of joy. And I want to say also um, to someone, your life has changed, not ended. Your loved one, you miss them, you miss them, you miss them dearly. And your life has changed, but your life has not ended. And God has so much left for you to do. And and you, um, your loved one doesn't want you pining and, and, and sad. They want us to go on with life. And I know my, my late husband, I was with him for four months before he passed. I stayed by his bedside for four months. And we had conversations, and he said, Kathy, you're a good woman. I want you to go on with life. And I pray, he prayed for me that God would bless me in whatever I decided to do next, in whatever area. He said, whatever you do, I just pray God will bless it. 
And that's my word for someone today. Just do one thing differently. Just try to press your way out to do one thing differently. Visit some friends that you haven't talked to in a while. Call someone. Just reach out and do one thing differently each day. Excuse me. To get you out of where you are because you still have life. Your life changed, but it did not end. The Lord gave me that revelation. My life changed, but it didn't end. There's so much more he has in store for us. There's so much more that he wants us to do and to share with others, encourage others, uplift others, tell others about the love of Christ and how he brought you through what you're going through. And a lot of times, I know I'm going on and on, but I'm I'm just excited and trying to get it all in. I thank God for what didn't happen. Thank God for what didn't happen and thank him for the little things that did happen. I thank God that my husband, the hospital, was near the house. I thank God that I was even able, I was healthy enough to take care of him during his illness. And there's so many things that, looking back, that we can thank God for and bring those happy memories over with us. Right. And so I have a question for you. Um, you know, well, maybe the listeners have the same question or, or as well. But um, was this something that took place overnight that were you no, able to did, get over? It did not take place overnight, but I'm saying I had the tools in the beginning. But, no, I'm I'm in my seventh year. I'm in my seventh year, and I'm still – I still miss – I miss the person. I miss, you miss you'll miss your loved one. You'll miss them, but there's a difference in your feelings for them, your love for them, and grief. You're not grieving and crying every day once you understand. Once you understand what has taken place and how God has enabled you to still be here, and you were there for your loved one. You had them in your life. And the joy that you shared with them, you're able to bring that joy over. And it's it's a transition. Like I said, it's it's been seven years. It it does not it does not happen overnight and no one can rush you through grief. It's not right. a rushing progress. You have to take your time and you deal with it step by step. Right. And that is so important to uh uh like you said, it, it is a process. And it doesn't happen overnight. And so we have to, you know, be patient uh, with ourselves, with each other. But uh, at some point it does, like you said, it does, uh, it does, you, it doesn't have the same effect on your life as when it first happened. Now, if it has the same effect as when it first happened, then, you know, we may have an, an issue and we are not properly um, grieving. Uh, exactly. To- that's, that's, there's a chapter there on being stuck and it explains to you like just like you said if you're still in the same place and dealing with the same issues like you can't move forward you're not going out you're not you're just sitting there and your life is going life is passing all around you and you're not participating in life then that means that there's a problem and you need to speak to someone or you need to get help and a lot of people and I was one of those who thought that, oh, this is not going to help me. I don't need to, to speak to a counselor. I don't need help. You know, I can pray this away. 
And prayer, prayer helps. Prayer is the main ingredient. You have to have prayer. But you go and you talk to someone, and a lot of times the things that we don't understand or we we may be blaming ourselves for something. And when we talk about it and we put each thing in its proper place, we, we process and process your relationship that you had with the loved one. Then you're able to take the good, you're able to take the bad and put it away, and you take the good and you move forward into other relationships with other people. Right. Uh, Well said. Uh, Once again, to those that are are listening in or just tuned in, you're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Our special guest uh, from Virginia is Elder Catherine Harvell, author of The Power of Tears. And our our call-in number here in studio, if you would like to call in, uh, shout us out. uh, If you have a question about... uh, you know, tears or grief, you can call us at 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. That's how you call in. And or just a reminder that the show is archived. So if you missed the first part immediately following the show, uh, you can call in and listen to it in its entirety. We're going to break. Bishop Paul Morton recorded this back in the 80s, and he recorded it again. But it's still relevant. Your tears are just temporary relief. Stay tuned and be blessed.
Bishop Paul Morton. Your tears are just temporary relief. They're expressions. That in, in tears, they, we have tears of joy, as we talked about. We have tears of sorrow. Um, uh, but uh, Elder Harvell, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the title of uh, your book, The Power. Where, where does the power uh, lie within our tears? How do, how do we gain strength from our tears? To me, I have been going through things, and it's like after you have a good cry and you release, it's like tears are a release. And tears, I believe that tears have a language all their own. The words that we can't formulate, we, we can't even express how we're feeling. We have to get those emotions out, and they come out in tears. Tears are, are words. Tears are prayers. And I believe that after we, we, we're cleansed, they're cleansing, and they, they cleanse us of emotions that are, are blocking us. And I think there's, there's power after we release the power and the fullness, the joy of the Lord comes through after we have a good cry. And the, the Bible tells us um, those who sow in tears are reaping joy, and and the Lord has counted our tears and put them in a bottle. So we know that we, we have power, and, and weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So after you've, you've, you've cried and you've prayed and you've, you you fasted and you you wept about it and sometimes you just can't even you can't even pray you just you just cry and I believe God hears that and and He gives us the power and the ability to move forward and do the things that um, you know that He would have us to do. That's that's uh that's uh beautifully said and um that's not the first time I'm hearing this um I w- I had a, a situation um. A few years back um, Somebody had done something to me Blah 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 etc And uh, my aunt said to me You know you gotta let that go She said listen you gotta get When you get in a situation And people do things to you whatever She said listen you need to have a good cry Get in the shower Let it cry it all down the drain Let it go down the drain and get rid of it Um, So so (laughs) Certainly we, we, we are Familiar um, with tears and um, sometimes it is easier or society has made it easier for females to cry than for males I think that's probably changing now it's probably not as bad as it used to be and even Michael Bazin, uh, uh he used to uh, be a radio personality uh, and he used to, he said, I think he had a book uh, Men Cry in the Dark or something like that um, so should people be ashamed to cry You know that's one of the things I tell people all the time You know Jesus wept And I Correct. tell people men, men men, or women You need to cry You need to cry And don't be ashamed to cry When you have those tears And it's, it's welling up there Don't try to push it back down Let it out Let it out If you if, and, and that's one thing if, you, if you're going through grief And you're saying oh yeah, I cry. I'm just tired. I cry every day. Cry because that's your release. You need to get it out. And and after a while, 
There will be no more tears of sadness left. Those tears will turn into joy. Trust me in what I'm saying because it, it happens. It just it happens, and you don't even realize that, but that's your healing. Your inner healing is taking place as you release those tears. Cry, yes, cry. If you need to just cry every day, cry, 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 and get it out. Don't be ashamed to cry, and hopefully you're around someone who will understand it. And if you're not, like you said, you just go in the, go in the, in the shower and let it just come down and, you know, just let it out. Let it out. Sometimes sometime you you can be in your car, you're crying, and sometimes in the shower. You just go by yourself and let it out. And if you're not somewhere where you can let it out, you, they, just, they just roll down your cheeks. Sometimes I'm in the supermarket and I'll, I'll think of something that um, I'll see something and it just triggers something that my, my late husband may have bought or I'll see something that he brought home for me. And sometimes the tears, my, my eyes are well up, but those are now tears of joy because I have I have grieved already. I've grieved the loss. These are tears of, of me missing him and, you know, wishing that he was still here for certain things, but we know that's not going to be. And so the Lord gives us comfort through our tears. Right, that that's well said. And like you said, the Bible does say weeping uh didn't do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So um everything isn't gonna uh always be you not we all, not always gonna have rain in our life, but certainly God does uh give us sunshine and we have to know that he's when even he's the same God in the valley that he is on the mountain. So God does not change and he works through the good the bad and the ugly. So there's somebody out there that needs to know more about this. How can uh how can they uh get a copy of the Power of Tears? You said you also have another book as well. Um, I have I- another book um 40 Days of Spiritual Crumbs and I'm I'm actually I'm working on that. I'm redoing it and I'm redoing the cover. So okay. this one I have the power of tears is on amazon.com. Okay. So we do want our listeners to check out the book. So we that's why we didn't tell you too much about the book. We just kind of <laughs> gave you an overview because we do want you to purchase it and read it as I did in its uh entirety and like I said I did mention the uh male part and in the book there is a chapter men do cry. And so yeah. um, it, it does, all bases are covered here for men, women, children, everybody. Uh, so because something, tears is just something that, you know, it affects us all. And I like, um, you said, uh, when you explained about men, you said uh, Jesus wept. And um, that is probably, if I go back in my memory, and if many of us go back in our memory, that is probably one of the first scriptures that we uh, memorized. Uh, I remember uh, we had scripture shower, and so in John we did uh, learn that Jesus wept, and that was the easiest scripture to uh, memorize if you need to recite a scripture. And I believe that is the shortest um, verse in the Bible. Jesus yes. wept. I, I could be wrong, but I, I think it is. Yes. So I Jesus wept. There's two words. Jesus wept. That's that's the verse. Yeah, and um. 
the book can be ordered, and it's an easy read. It's a very easy read. I've had people, pe- some people told me they had to put it down for a minute and come back to it. Um, some of the um, some of the content is it takes you it takes it takes you through some of my journey, my grief journey, my my um, process. I was there and being there with my loved one and the things that we were going through, the things that I was feeling at that particular time. And sometimes they had to put it down and come back to it. But some people told me they read it in one day. It's it's a short read. It's not something that is going to, you know, you're going to be um, crying and crying over. You can read it and and get what you need to get from it. And sometimes you may go back and um, go through it. But I, I wrote this to strengthen those that are going through grief just to let you know that you can get to the other side of grief. There is joy on the other side of grief. And you take those those memories and through every loss there is some gain from it. You you um the Lord closes one door and he opens another. You have new opportunities and I wanna share this. Um I have met so many people and made new friendships uh, during my husband's illness and after his illness, I've people that I've come that the Lord has brought into my life. I'm just grateful for the friendships and the people that I met along the way who have been there for me. They look out for me. They call me. They check on me. And um, one person in particular was my my late husband's nurse. She uh, she had gave me her cell phone number. Uh, when he was sick, and I called her, and she said, get him to the hospital now, tell her this, this, this was going on, get him to the hospital, and it's in all of these years, every morning, every single morning, I wake up, there's a message there from her to me, and when he passed, she said, don't let go of me, and I said, don't you let go of me, so I I brought I what such a great friendship, and the Lord um gave me another mother that I knew at the post office, and we talk every day. And he's just brought some new friendships. And I said, I don't know if I would have, I probably wouldn't have had these friendships had I not had the loss. So there's gain and there's a lot that God still has in store for you, like I said, on the other side of grief. Nothing can replace your loved one. And you do miss them. You will forever miss them because they were a great part of your life. And the harder you grieve, the more that means that you were loved and you were in love. And it takes time to get over that. And some people never really get over it. But you get to the place where you can move forward with your life. Right. And like you said, there is a other. there is another side. Uh, to the grief and we thank God that there is uh, joy in the morning and we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength and certainly we after we've cried after after we uh, the Bible says that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us so certainly God does have a plan and purpose for our life 
uh, as you said, on the other side of grief. We're going to take a break. Once again, our number here is 619-924-0800. As we come to the close of the hour, we have about 15 minutes left, so um, you can shout us out still. Um, we are going to break. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, Mary Mary said yesterday, um, I cried my tear last year yesterday, and so we, we know that we can't keep crying over the same things over and over again. Uh, things in life do change around. And there is another side uh, to grief. There's another side uh, to tears. Stay tuned and be blessed. Yesterday. Bless you. Good Hello. Good afternoon. God bless you. Hello. Hello. Yes, this is Stephanie. This is Stephanie Roche. Okay, Hi, Stephanie, Stephanie Roche. 
Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sterling, Virginia. Sterling, Virginia. God bless you. I, I've never heard God of Sterling, you. Virginia, but I'm glad to have you online. <laughs> do you know our guest? Hi, Stephanie. Yes, That's my daughter. That's my daughter. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you for shouting us out. Yes, God bless you, too. So what would you like to say? I would just just wanted to say God bless and thanks for having my mom on and I know she has a good word for everybody so um, thank you for letting the Lord use her. <laughs> we thank you for um, shouting us out uh, during this uh, season. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Are you are you an author too or are you working on it? Um, no, I'm not. No, I'm not an author. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you for calling. Once again, okay. uh, Have a you too. Merry Christmas. God bless. Merry Christmas and God bless. Once again, our number here in studio is 619-924-0800. You still have time uh, to call in. You have about 10 minutes. 10 minutes to call in uh, to Global Gospel. Our host, our guest afternoon has been Elder uh, Catherine Harvell, and um, she's been sharing us with us about grief and about her book, The Power of Tears, and how important it is to let it out. But most importantly, we have to get over and uh, move on because God has so much uh, for us to do. And uh, you work essentially with the community, correct? Yes. And uh, what what are some and and you have an and we didn't talk about this, but you are a radio personality, um, sister standing for sisters. Um, yes. So just tell us when we can listen to that. I ha- I do sister standing for sisters every Tuesday at one thirty and my one thirty p.m. and my time changed from twelve midnight to nine. They moved me to a different spot at 9. I come on at 1.30, 1.30 and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, every Tuesday. And I usually talk about some of the women in the Bible, and I talk about the uh, relevance um, of today, of what happened then. And I try to bridge the gap in women and some of the things that we go through now and some of the pitfalls that we have and some of the challenges that challenges that we have on a daily basis, I try to cover a topic each week that um, can change the lives of um, of my listeners. And that's what I was sharing with someone the other day. I said, I don't want people to just know me as a radio personality. I want the Lord to use me in a way that will bless lives, that will change um someone's um, attitude about something to change the way they're looking at a current situation they may be facing. I just want to give them another option or another way of looking at looking at their lives. And I also um, give them an opportunity to come to know the Lord. I encourage them to join a Bible-based church, and I encourage them to pray and get their lives together. Yes, we do have a another um, caller. Um, God bless you, caller. Are you there? 
Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm on. Who's calling? Dorothy. Dorothy, God bless you. Dorothy, how are you? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Atlanta. Atlanta. Do you know our guest on today? Yes, I Hi, do. Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. <laughs> Hi. She's oh, one, of, one of my best friends, my best and dearest friends. And I just want to quickly, when I got the news, we got the news that my husband had cancer. She was at work. Before I could get home and get to my door, upstairs to my, open my front door, she rang the bell with coffee and a Danish. Now, that's a friend. That's, that's a friend. And I thank God for putting people like her in my life who have been there and are still there for me. Well, we um, we thank you, uh, Dorothy, from Georgia, right? Yeah. What part of Georgia? Hello? Oh, no, there's a Stone and Mountain. Stone Mountain? Okay, Stone Mountain. Yeah. All right. I have family in Stone Mountain. So uh, we thank you uh, for call- calling in. God bless you. Uh, we want you to have a Merry Christmas. Okay, thank you. You do the same. Would you like to say anything else before you go? No, I just put a whole on the chair to hear the rest of it. Please. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So thank you, okay. um, Elder Harvell. Okay. Um, we are coming to the close of the hour, and um, certainly we thank God for uh, Sister Stephanie calling in, Sister Dorothy calling in, for all of our listeners. Um, I do. Uh, before you go, I do want you to offer us a word of prayer and once again we thank you thank you thank you uh for taking time out of your schedule to share with us and to share with our listeners around the world once again you're listening to global gospel our guest has been elder harvell and uh so we thank you for sharing your ministry uh with us and um as in the background uh david fraser said god is doing something wonderful something marvelous and that's one of my favorite things because we know that God is is doing something all the time and certainly we have to it behooves us to be attentive to have our eyes open and our ears open to see what God has in store for us because eyes have not seen and the ears have not heard all the good things that God is has uh in store for us Elder Harvell can you just uh give us your final remarks and close us out in prayer Thank you for having me on, and I pray that something that has been said will bless your listeners and have a Merry Christmas. And, Father God, right now I just want to give your name praise, glory, and honor. God, we just love you and we adore you, God. We just thank you, Lord God, that you have been in the midst, oh God, of all that we have said on today, Lord God. And I pray that every listener under the sound of my voice, oh God, I Pray that you would give them a renewed sense of purpose, O oh God, and lift those who are grieving, God. Lift the heavy burden from them, O oh God, and help them, Lord God, to go out and embrace the new, O oh God, that you would break chains and break yokes and bondages from their lives, Lord God, and give them new opportunities, Lord God, and new doors, Lord God, and open and give them favor, Lord God, and Heal their minds and their hearts, Lord God, where they've been hurting, oh God. And 
We just ask, oh God, that you would just do a new thing in us, Lord God, that we would just press our way forward, God, and in those moments when we don't feel like pressing, God, that you would just give us a boost of energy, God, revive us, restore us, replenish us, Lord God, that we can move forward and do all that you would have for us to do, Lord God. We know that you have a purpose and a plan for our lives, Lord God, and help us to press forward, oh God, that we, we would reach that goal, oh God, that you have set for us, Lord God. And we just ask these and all blessings, Lord God. I pray a special blessing, Lord God, on Reverend Townsend and his ministry, Lord God, and all who would come through, all that he would interview on his radio broadcast. And, Lord God, I pray for sisters standing for sisters that you will bless me and all those who come in contact with me. And may everyone, everyone have a merry and blessed Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, and we, we're grateful. Uh, you have been a blessing. And we thank God for uh, Sister Dorothy and Sister Stephanie uh, from Virginia and from Georgia for calling in and just being uh, a, an encouragement to all to you and to me and to all of our listeners. And just to let you know, if you logged on. A little late, you can immediately follow in the show. Uh, the show is archived, so you can listen at any time. You can listen today, you can listen tomorrow, you can listen next week. It is still there. We are going to end on this uh, on a high praise. Miranda Curtis has a song. We're still in the Christmas season. Christmas is on Monday. Have a blessed, prosperous, merry Christmas. Miranda Curtis has a song, and it says joy. And uh, we want you to know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless you until next week at 1 p.m. Have a good weekend and a Merry Christmas. God bless you. Joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. He brought joy to the world. Everybody celebrate. He brought joy to the world.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.